Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 12 questions of Christmas, Jesse. Did you know that? Whoa. What? On what? On the Think Institute. What? Well, I'm uh, Justin Gruber, and you are? Not Joel Sedeckes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I've, I've met him. You're not him. Nope. Nope. Big shoes to fill. What are you going to do? I didn't even notice his feet. Huh. <laughs> We're two uh, local church pastors here in New Jersey, and um, we do the uh, Carpe Fide podcast. Uh, oh, I'm Jesse, by the way. I forgot to say my name. <laughs> but you're not Joel Sedeckes. Nope. That, that not Joel Sedeckes. That's correct. But maybe I could be. In the metaverse. Oh, that's oh. a great segue. God. <laughs> Should your church move to the metaverse? The metaverse. By the way, we the don't... answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> this, this has been another episode of <laughs> the 12 questions of Christmas. Have a great day. It's the ThinkPod 12 Days of Christmas. 12 current cultural challenges answered with timeless biblical truth by me and some of my friends. For more content like this, be sure to follow all our guest hosts and join the Think Squad group on Facebook, Gab, and Signal. So Merry Christmas from the Think Institute and Happy 2022. Crossover with... Carpe, Carpe Fide podcast. <laughs> How do we even get the cadence right on that? That's scary. That was amazing. Uh, I'm Justin Gruber. I'm Jesse Gruber. We are brothers because we read each other's minds. And also we were born from the, the same mother and oh, father. Right. And I was going to say in the Lord Jesus Christ as well. And also that in three ways on this day of 12 questions of Christmas, our Friend. producer gave to me. Should your church go in the metaverse? No, I'm kidding. Maybe, maybe your church should go in the metaverse. But then again, maybe you want to listen to the el- the rest of this episode to find out. Dun, dun, dun. Crossovers, crossovers, <laughs> cliffhangers. Alrighty, uh, I, I think one of the the first. So, so what? What is the, <laughs> what is the metaverse anyway? Yeah, so the question is: Should your church move to the metaverse, or should churches move? To the metaverse. It's just so funny. The question itself assumes that the metaverse is an actual real place. Hmm. As if one could actually move there. Hmm. So what is a metaverse, Justin? I would love to hear you explain it. How much is real estate in the metaverse? Cheaper than New Jersey. That's for darn oh sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now I'm depressed. <laughs> Maybe we should. <laughs> what did you ask me? <laughs> I wanted you to explain what the metaverse is. Ah, the metaverse. Well, the metaverse is um, what some might call augmented or virtual reality mm. um it is um just to be clear not real reality no that's right in the word virtual the virtual or okay. perhaps augmented augmented <laughs> um because if you have to put a if you put an adjective in front of reality it's it's not reality it's anymore longer. it's kind of like justice it's kind yeah. of like that if you, if you put a qualifier in front yes. of justice you just suck the, the justice, justice right, right out, out of it. yeah that's the uh, Focus becomes the qualifier. Yep, sure does. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, so the metaverse is um, in conjunction with Facebook, um, and uh, it is a a online gathering place that you can use in virtual reality to come together with other virtual, virtual people, <laughs> people. And or I guess horses, horses, giant tigers, uh, flying monkeys, tropical birds, two headed elephant, elephant unicorns, you know, whatever you could come together with them as well. 
Yeah. Because an avatar, you could literally be anything. Yeah, you could be like now. Now, Facebook, George Washington. Now, Zuckerberg is making Facebook and Instagram and all of those the metaverse, but it's simply a play on this idea of just virtual reality. Right. But, re- but recently, but recently, this online metaverse made headlines when uh, I believe it's Life Church um, and Craig Rochelle um, posted <laughs> posted some pictures of them hanging out in the metaverse, watching a sermon together. I don't want to look at it anymore. <laughs> you have to look at it. No, I don't want to see it. Behold the metaverse. Can we just get to a real question? What is should churches move to metaverse? No, the real question is what is church, Jesse? Uh, what is church? Uh, well, you know, the church, the, the root word in uh, I believe the Greek would be ecclesia. Oh, what does what does ecclesia mean? Um, ecclesia means to call out of one place and to gather in another place. Hmm. So like to call out of reality and gather, <laughs> gather in virtual reality. No, what? <laughs> no, no. Um, I believe that Ecclesia actually had a, a pretty significant context. Um, it was in it physical was, reality. Yes. In physical reality, it was it was uh, quite literally um, a term used to call people together to be to uh, actually make decisions for that physical community that was that was there so you would come together right from your homes assemble yes you would come together from your homes and assemble in a gathering right in a a gathering gathering, to then make decisions for your physical community yes right um, maybe there, maybe you were in a city. There was an enemy at the gates, or that you were facing a, a famine. You were you were coming together as the physical community to gather and make decisions and move forward. Oftentimes, it even had a militia component back in 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 Greek times, where you would come together hmm. for the defense of the community as well. So it had some pretty um pretty clear physical, tangible yeah. notes to it. I agree. You're touching me. Exactly. <laughs> That's physical. Um, you know what you can't do in uh, virtual reality? That. That. That's that was correct. the hand of that was the sound of my hand slapping your shoulder. Slapping there. my shoulder. Um, so, yeah. Uh, church is the gathering <clears throat> physically together of God's people. Yes. Sorry. And, and sorry. sorry. And that's sorry, not to say no, that's not to say that there's some type of, uh, you know, chronological snobbery going on it's like well they didn't have computers so of course they could no there there was a clear understanding of of <laughs> spirit that's not a, what it's just not a good i just people what kind of argument is that i don't understand um probably the argument never mind nope not gonna say it um so but but they did have a clear spiritual category to to think these things through. No, like I mean, like even that argument isn't logical, right? So no, like, it's not. They didn't have uh, computers, right? Right. So you know, watch, watch. I'm in reality right now. I exist here, and I can. This is a computer. I can touch it. This is physically here. This is not the metaverse, though, because this is real, right? So it's not like, oh, well, I have logos on my computer, or I have a Bible version on my phone, and they couldn't have possibly thought that, that you're talking about something totally different. This is still physical. It's still real. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Good. But yeah, so I mean, th- there were categories for dealing with things that were outside of the natural realm, um, you know, like, like, like for the idea, the idea that, that the, the, the church uh, corporately, the church universal is tied together 
um, through through a spiritual um, familial relationship with one another. You know, um, so I mean, th- there were clear areas of thinking, but that's not at all what they're referencing when we talk about church. Um, when we talk about the church gather, coming together to gather, um, so they weren't gathering simply. You know, they weren't just gathering spiritually; they were gathering physically, and oftentimes at great cost uh, to themselves to do so. Right. And they were good doing so so that they could establish what was the local familial expression of the body of Christ yeah. in community and together in, and in obedience to Christ. As well. Amen. So yeah, something like that, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves, <clears throat> the ecclesiaing of yourselves together. Something about that. Like how he just sprinkled Hebrews 10 right in there. <clears throat> he just it sprinkled it right on. It's just such an appropriate verse more and more as the day goes draws, draws near. <laughs> another day which is goes also by. part of hebrews 10 i see what you oh, did there no it's in there too you're a poet and you didn't even know it so like what are some things that would <laughs> fundamentally change if you were to say let's say you chose you chose to you know you, you were like oh gosh people don't gather at our building anymore because we probably stopped maybe maybe we left the truth behind a while ago we can't make our budget anymore what if we just bought land in the metaverse where it's free meta land? And so we sell our building, we get some nice tech behind us and we go on to the metaverse. What are some things that would fundamentally change as we made that move into virtual and or augmented reality? Yeah, uh, we, we have a short list here that could yes, easily stretch into do. days worth of content, but we won't for you, Joel. We won't. We're trying anyway. We're trying. We'll see. <laughs> um, so one of the things, this is in no particular order. One of the things that that fundamentally changes when a church might move to virtual reality uh, or the metaverse would be um, the, the expression of spiritual gifts, the expression of spiritual gifts. Now, spiritual grit, spiritual grifts, Spiritual grifts are spiritual not grifters. That's, a, that's also a different, <laughs> not appropriate for different things to be doing. <laughs> um, but but spiritual gifts were our, our gifts that are given to uh, given to the church by the Holy Spirit um, to be um, put in practice in local bodies um, for the building up and edification of um, that local expression. So how does that fundamentally change if we can't? be together right and one of the one of the things they they saw intently you'll see that you see this in all the passages in both 12s whether it's romans or first corinthians or the fours in first peter and ephesians you see the fact that they had uh, a deep connection to service and when they when they said service like they didn't mean like I don't know, defragging the hard drives, broadband or, versus DSL, <laughs> right? They were gigabit connection, <laughs> like scrubbing the servers. They didn't actually mean that type of service. <laughs> they actually, service? <laughs> no, they meant they meant <laughs> a physical service done one to another. So you'll see the word service used in all of those passages, um, because what was happening was you had people interacting in a very personal, physical, proximal way uh, so that they could then uh, lovingly and caringly meet needs and serve one another. Yeah. You ever do a zoom grief counseling session? No. And you shouldn't, it's almost impossible. Oh, wow. You, you're like, like, I didn't know where you were going with that, but no, I, I mean, I see where you are now. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I did just rip that back into <laughs> reality, mm. but, but, but these are the, these are the types of scenarios that the church faces, right? We deal with grieving people. We deal with people who have literal, physical, tangible needs and literal, physical, tangible struggles 
um, you know, physical hardships, emotional hardships, hardships that need proximity and the rubbing up of person to person to to really make an impact, to, to impact every area of our being, our physical being, our mental being, our emotional being, our spiritual being, needs that close proximity to actually really um, have all of those parts involved. Well, what about that one Bible passage that says um, that the elders' avatars should gather together and lay the elders' avatars' hands on the congregants' avatar? Uh, and pray for them. Well, I think you're misinterpreting that because they don't actually have hands. They don't. <laughs> it's very confusing. I I don't know about you, but I'm getting a little confused with this whole metaverse. Another thing you, that's hard to do in the metaverse is uh, a genuine discipleship, right? Right. Um, because in order to know one another, right, to, to the knowing of one another, to um, truly, genuinely have intimate knowledge of one another, right, which uh, requires some things. It's going to require like actual eye contact it's going to require someone to be able to read your body uh motive motions uh and and for them to be able to read yours it's going to uh require i mean there's a reason why we know that in expressions and micro expressions there's guilt and shame and remorse and and sorrow and joy and 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 they're in these things um and and those are real things in reality uh, that you're going to have issues in when you're trying to know someone in what is literally called virtual reality. Yeah. Which, which brings us honestly to, to one of the other points that we want to talk about, right? Uh, it, and that is accountability. So for instance, I, I have friends that I've never physically met. I, I truly believe that I, I we know Joel, um, but we physically met Joel. You know what? We actually did, but we do not physically talk to him very often at all. Not physically. No, that's correct. No, not physically. You know, I've, I've got, got our buddy Alex over in the Midwest that we talked that I talked to. We talked to almost every day. Um, we video chat, we text with people. I mean, technology has really expanded how we can communicate with one another. But even in those types of relationships, these guys only know what I share with them. Mm. They don't see what I'm doing. And the funny part is that's not even in, it's not even technically virtual reality. It's simply a matter of you being able to because of distance, right? Because of a lack of proximity, because of a lack, a lack, lack of gathering physically, right? You can they, they can only know pieces. Now, how much yeah. more so is that when like, you know, my version of Jesse is a seven foot pink giraffe on the metaverse? Like, <laughs> how am I going to know what your sin struggles are and how am I supposed to take you seriously when you look at me and say, well, you know what? I've been porn free for five years, and I'm like, "You're freaking giraffe, dude! What kind of <laughs> what are you what are you looking at? I mean, like, where's this going? Right? Like, I'm not going to be able to like. There's just something. There's a disconnect. There, yes, there's a that's very, there for accountability in a very, very real way. Yeah. And it's also all of those. While we would call all of those guys friends, we certainly don't call them um, um, fam- familiar church church covenant family members. We don't call them. Right. They're not in church covenant family with us. Yeah. They're in, they're in different church bodies. They have their own church and yep. they have different accountability partners that can hold them accountable in much better ways. Yeah. 
there are sins that I struggle with that Joe will never that Joel will never know about, and there are sins that Joel struggles with that I will never know. Right, and there's questions that nor can, could I. There's questions that we can ask of these men, and they can speak into our lives, and we can speak into their lives, and there's definitely a great peer relationship that we have with them. But it's different when you're actually in your covenant family, right, with your church. A body together, moving and growing, holding each other accountable. Yeah, I mean, hmm. I, I I know Joel's got a lot of dads that listen to this, so you know, if, if you think about it from a parental relationship, you, you would never choose to disciple and hold your child accountable, uh, you know, through texting them or through through their phones in any way. You're right. You need that. You need that physical contact. You need to see their habits. You need to be there for their habits. You need to be able to address them. Um, you know, with, with gentleness and humility, but also sometimes with, with force and with gravitas and, you know, like all of these things um, can really only be translated um, and felt in close proximity to that person. In, well, even in just physical <laughs> proximity to that person. Hmm. So um, another, another thing that's really important is, is confession. And when I say confession, I'm actually meaning genuine confession. Um, and I say genuine and forgive I, me father for I have sinned. Right. I make a qualifier there because uh, one of the things that you said, you said, right. But I, I was actually that that was Catholic, right? I'm not, Catholic. I know it's a joke. No peace with Rome. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, the confession we're speaking about here being a genuine confession, um, a genuine confession is going to require the interaction of two people together in proximity, right? It's going to require all of the previous things that we've already outlined if you're going to be able to actually bring about restoration. So it's something that's very important for that to happen. Now, that's not to say that there isn't distance sometimes that does cause us, like like if we're able to, if, if God is able to open up an avenue for us to remember something uh, as we're trying to meditate and examine ourselves of something that happened in the past, perhaps we don't, we no longer live near someone that we have, we have remembered a wrong that we have done and we want to reconcile or, or, or we want to at least reach out and offer that opportunity for reconciliation because that's what God has called us to do. There are ways in which we can do that, right? I mean, that, that don't involve that physical proximity, uh, but to certainly think that you're going to live in a covenant family with other people in a, a expression of God's church family together, his body, and not actually be able to live with confession towards one another as sin can occur. I mean, as, as relationships can be broken down. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. There's, there's, that's such a level of disconnect to think that you can live that way. First of all, I'm going to, I have a hard time. I'm not understanding exactly how you sin against another avatar. I don't know. I mean, there's going to be issues there that I'm, I'm struggling with already. Right. Like, you know, I guess it's so many issues like, Oh no, I, your comment was, what did you put an exclamation point? And were you yelling at me? And I mean, I'm just very confused. Like there's just a lot of things that go like, on. Were you in the spirit when you used all caps or were you angry? It's very confusing. <laughs> um, and, and confession, which, which we understand leading to repentance. I mean, repentance is man alive. How am I going to even know if there's genuine repentance? How am I going to even know what you've actually done wrong? Yeah, you can't see. I, I, there's no connection point. How do I know that there's mm -hmm. any remorse? How do I know that there's any genuine connection to what you're saying? Are you checking a box? Are we actually restoring the relationship? Is this restorative? Are we? Are we I don't I know what's going. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I mean, your your avatar could be intently staring at your other avatar's face, but they could be eating Cheetos on the other end of that headset, and you just don't know. Right. I'm really I'm sorry. It's just. It's just that's a whole thing. Mom, turn the vacuum off. I'm at church. 
Yo. I'm just saying. I'm just all right. All right. Uh, other things that require other yes. things that require <laughs> other very important things that require physical presence at the ecclesia coming together are the ordinances that God gives us to experience as a church family. Yeah. Baptism and communion. Despite popular belief or what some might say, we have seen videos of virtual baptism. It's a thing. I have physically seen it. Now, there was nobody getting wet involved. Yeah, there was no dunking. There was no moisture, not even like sprinkling. And I'm pretty sure when your name's John the Dunker, you're probably pretty ticked off about something like baptisms in the metaverse. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's oh man, we, a whole podcast episode. Joel, 15 minutes. Come on, man. Um, a whole podcast episode could be going on, could, could, could happen as far as, you know, the bastardization of baptism in the virtual space. But, um, you, you know, so I don't care whether you're look potato full immersion look let's just get on the same page that's nothing whatever's happening in there that's none of those things okay it's can we look it's we can, not even real we can bring so much unity on this point <laughs> we can all come together around this right and i don't know I, I i don't know how you're able to break bread and share wine to remember the the broken body and shed blood of jesus christ on the metaverse. Yeah. There's just lots. There's lots of concerns. Yeah. So I mean, there's I we've been pretty. Yeah. I mean, some 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 Zoom pastors, you know, they try to do it all in unison. You know, everybody buy your own pack of crackers and, and wine. And then, you know, on the count of three, but then there's latency and delays and, you know, stuff like that. That there's all, none of that. All of that is mitigated or all of that is just thrown right into the trash when you realize that literally it's in the name. How how does that pastor even know communion? <laughs> right, right. But how does that pastor even know that that person is in communion with that local expression of Jesus Christ, or let alone with the, with actual communion with Jesus Christ Himself? Oh, I know, I know. They don't. Oh, oh. Well, that's that answers that question. Yeah, and I mean, on on on, on one of the videos from this life church, um, you know, it's like raise your hands if you've accepted Jesus, and one of the avatars is you know, ah. and but you know, it's like <laughs> that's what it looks like. That's what I'm like. <laughs> I did, yeah. But it's like, first off, those nobody knows if that's a real human being or not. Second off, nobody knows that that human being has an adequate understanding of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And third, nobody in that virtual room is going to virtually disciple that person into maturity. It's impossible. Impossible. Right. We're only going to know if there was any any acceptance of faith through fruit, right? Through through development, through cultivation of that life into the glory of God. And we're not going, you know what? Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. Gathering is in person because the gathering is personal. Amen. God always has communed with his people from the Garden of Eden till the end of days. God is near to his people, real physical people, real presence. The Holy Spirit does not dwell in avatars. It, he dwells in human beings. Yeah. If anything, could we say that that person is saved in the metaverse, that their metaverse soul is going to metaverse heaven? Um. Just don't answer that question. I don't even try to parse that one. All right. Um, so confused. How, in fact, in fact, <laughs> just thinking about this logically, how important was the physical gathering to the early church, Jesse? The, the physical gathering. Did of, they not even care about it or was no, it like important? No, no. They, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, my sandal broke. And so I didn't make it to church. Hmm, hmm, um, okay. You know, it, it was, um, did, hey, they, did they say, oh, no, no, I can't. I can't. He doesn't let me answer questions a lot. 
I can't I can't come to church today. My my 12 year old has three different exams to get to with Socrates. And then my six year old is going to be kicking the Germanian head for soccer. I don't know what they did. Whoa. I, I was bored. Whoa. It's a very violent culture. They weren't savages, though. You know, what do you know? I'm saying sports, you know, stuff like that. It happened. Yeah, I, <laughs> I understand. So they could make the church. They didn't say that. No, no, oh. they didn't. They what they said was, if I get thrown to lions, I will meet out of obedience to Christ because it is good for me to do so. Wow. It sounds like they took church pretty seriously back then. Way more seriously than we do in 2021. Boy, they knew about the metaverse. They could have solved so many problems. Well, I mean, a lot more could be alive physically. <clears throat> I mean, not probably now. And virtually. They'd be like, jeez. Like, but not spiritually. They'd be, like, they'd be like thousands of years old, bro. They'd be like, <laughs> they'd be really old. Yeah, it's an expansion pack. <laughs> it's, it's an it's, expansion It's an ancient world's expansion <laughs> Well, this has been another uh, 12 questions of Christmas episode. Uh, hopefully that we've we've given you some things to think about there about um, gathering physically as your church uh, and not thinking the metaverse is going to be again. You know what I just want to say? The, the, the people will say, but what about those that can't physically come together? The church should be going to them. Oh, my gosh. What's it's an almost answer. like is, it's almost like there's a clear biblical category of caring for people. Well, <sighs> it really is. And, and additionally, I would say additionally, don't do that. Don't do that. That's don't, like don't care for the people. No, that, no, no, that, that kind of question, that kind of ingenuine oh, kind of a question. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, well, what about rape or incest? When you're talking about abortion, that's what yeah, that question yeah, is. Yeah, Stop that's it. That's it. not genuine. That's, not, that's an ingenuine question. I mean, you know what I'm boy, that that escalated quickly. Sure but yeah, no, I exactly know. I know that's right. I mean. Well, 12 questions at Christmas and we're going longer than 15 minutes because we can't seem to go shorter than that ever. Nope. Short in real life. Not short on podcasts <laughs> well and so for the think institute and also the carpe fidea podcast at the end of our episodes we always like to encourage you to, to seize, seize the, the faith. faith okay that about wraps it up for this episode the think podcast is a production of the think institute and is produced by yours truly joel said case the think institute operates under church movements a ministry of crew under the division of crew city to learn about how to support the think institute and my family tax-free go to thethink.institute slash partner. I hope you heard something helpful today. I know I did. Remember, this is not goodbye. This has just been a short stop on the journey as we learn to lead our families in defending the Christian message. And we'll see you next time. Until then, I hope it made you think. <laughs>